Hello, and welcome to the It's Only a Game podcast with myself, Jimmy. I am joined tonight by Greg and Matt. How are we doing, lads? I'm good, Jimmy. How are you, mate? I'm not bad. Recovering after my operation, um, for those who don't know, because I've posted it all over my social media. I had a leg operation two weeks ago. Um, recovering slowly. Um, and the dick removed from his forehead. That as well. I mean, that as well. But we are an audio medium, so no one's seen that. <laughs> I promise you not to say about that. Singers were related, Matt. Oh, come on. I'm a brother. i got to make yeah, that well, joke at some point. if I've got a penis on my head, then so have you. It's hereditary. Right, so, on that note, Greg. That's a weird, weird yeah, start. This is the question of. nobody asked for. Greg, Greg how, how are you, are you? <laughs> Yeah, good. Uh, me and Shell got engaged on Sunday in Bath. Is it Bath? Bath? It's Bath. 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 <laughs> we got engaged in the Bath. So oh, I don't want to know what nice, you're doing in the Bath. Lovely. <laughs> Is that, is, is that how you celebrate it? Was, yeah. <laughs> was there anyone around there? He could have done. <laughs> we a, could have done. Was there a crowd? Radox. Radox everywhere. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, Jimmy. I'm good. At least it wasn't Jurex everywhere. Anyway, so, and we are joined by... <laughs> nice and professional. We are joined by brothers, am I right in thinking? Indeed, two brothers from the Estonian yeah. Football Podcast. We have got Reese and Nate. So how are we doing, gents? Absolutely pleasure to have you on. Cheers, yeah, doing all right, thanks. Yeah, doing good, thank you. Nice one. Don't be too frightened by our um, our intro. It's it's usually this chaotic. Honestly, it really is. Greg Greg it does is. the editing most of the time. He's got a job on his hands already. We've only, and I can't, can't it's not even two minutes in. We've only had, what, two or three legal claims? It wasn't many. Mm, we've, we've, got, we've got decent lawyers. No, we haven't. We've, yeah, we don't have lawyers. We can't, <laughs> afford, we can't afford to make mugs of a mind of lawyers. Anyway, so... <laughs> Obviously, the big question is, uh, you're both English, you're both from, whereabouts are you based in England, if you don't mind me asking? Somerset, not far from Bath. Somerset? Uh, oh, not yeah. far from Bath. Oh, ah, well, they, there you there go. There you go, then, yeah. yeah. Did, you see, did yeah. you see Greg get engaged overnight? Were you, were you there? Just like that. Um, <laughs> you know I've only ever nah. been to Bath um, once in my life, and I was getting a disciplinary at work, because oh. that's why I was there. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Uh, we'll move on, Jim. Move on, move on. We don't need any more legal proceedings. We've spoken enough about that. Um, I think Greg's got better memories of Bath, and I've got better memories of Bath than 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 you guys have. So, um, the question I was actually going to was um, being uh, Englishmen like ourselves, and and I'm presuming English football fans. How would you get into Estonian football? For I just get asked this a lot, but how would you get into Estonian football? It's quite a niche subject if you don't mind me um, saying that so what's your story about your introduction to Estonian football and what ignited that passion for it it was kind of accidental really it was excuse me a bit it like was that. turning up to, uh, yeah <laughs> it, we, we showed up to Tallinn on holiday in 2018 I think it was um, purely just for the Christmas market um, had a wander around and then one day we decided to look around the city at all the old stadiums in the Alacoc Arena uh, went inside the Alacoc Arena club shop that they had there and it had the display of all the current Mestre Liga team shirts at the time um, so we had a look at that you know thought it was cool asked the guy in the shop well, can we buy any of these no you can't you can only buy Flora Tallinn shirts or Talina Calif shirts, whatever they had in the shop. Um, so we each got, well, I got myself a Flora Tallinn shirt and you got a Calif merch, didn't you? Um, yeah, then we came home in 
kind of just kept one eye on it, you know, just like, oh, Flora won again, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then it was during lockdown last year. Um, two years ago. Two years ago. Sorry, yeah. Time flies, doesn't it? Um, <clears throat> and we were kind of sitting around thinking, oh, you know, bored. And then I just made a spreadsheet on Excel of the uh, Mestraliga table. And I said, I'm just going to follow it my way instead of what Flash score or whatever do. And um, Reese then said, uh, should we do a podcast? Uh, and then it just kind of went from there. Oh, that's absolutely class. Um, you mentioned, obviously, about the Alacoque Arena. Um, for the context of the viewers, the, the, you know, what is the Alacoque Arena? Because I can't imagine many people um, outside of maybe Estonia or maybe obviously those that watch international football will know much about that particular stadium. So it's the the main stadium, so obviously the national team play there. Flora and Lavadia both play there as well. There's a bit of a, I might be wrong on this, but there was a bit of a scandal about how it came about. So like the head of the Estonian FA, Ivor Polak, is also the founder of Flora Tallinn. Um, he built the Alacoque Arena. Uh, Flora took out some kind of loan on it. So they always make profit on it instead of making losses on it. So whenever someone plays there, the money goes to Flora. Um, I could be wrong on that. It's something like that. He's always involved in scandals. Um, but yes, the Estonia play there, Flora play there, Lavadia play there. But that's only during the summer months. Directly opposite the Alacoque, some AstroTurf, um, one stand, which is where everyone who plays in Tallinn, they play there during the winter months. So, yeah, infrastructure's not great there, but... Um, yeah, it's just the national stadium. Yeah, seems like a bit of a Gibraltar situation where so many clubs play at the same stadium. I know um, you mentioned about Talena Kalev playing there as well. Um, there seems to be a lot of talent clubs up and down the uh, the system as well, being a like capital city, of course. Um, so absolutely. But which so we've mentioned obviously Flora and Lavadia. So which sort of teams are those that you'd say to the average fan to look out for? I know Flora in the Conference League last season. I seem to remember. Um, and Lavadia have had a, a few decent runs in Europe. They're a name that people might have heard of from like the early qualifying rounds of European football. So which the sort of clubs, maybe outside of Lavadia, Flora, that you might necessarily look out for in the Estonian League? Um, yeah, obviously, if you want to look at big clubs, Flora and Lavadia are two to look out for. Flora, especially because of their philosophy of using Estonian players only. Um, but they are kind of like let's say the Bayern Munich of um, Estonia, where, you know, like a Dortmund player is doing really well, you know he'll be a Bayern player in the near future, that kind of thing. Um, but even even then, they, what they do is brilliant. And I can't fault them. They get a lot of stick for it, but I can't fault what they do. Um, there's also uh, Tartu Tomeka, uh, based in Tartu. They are also trying to just use homegrown players, people from the Tartu area. Um, Tartu is, I believe, like the third biggest city in Estonia. Might be the second biggest city. Huge university town. Um, but the problem with that kind of area is a lot of the players down there want to go and study in Tallinn. So if they have good youth players, eventually they move on to Tallinn, um, which kind of affects them and they're 
they're okay. They used to be all right when they were using some more foreigners, um, but they do tend to focus on homegrown. Uh, and then, obviously, Talina Kalev, brilliant family club. Um, everything they do is just fan-based, uh, and you know, they've helped us immensely as well in doing this. We've even gone out there and read the team lineups out for them, and uh, we've got our own banner at, well, wherever they play, Sportland or the Cadriog. Uh They're brilliant, and we, we've, we, we'd say Kalev are probably the best team to follow. I must admit, um, well, I was going to ask you later which team of any in the Estonian League you'd recommend our listeners to, to follow. I must admit, though, from just following the Estonian football from afar, I've had a real soft spot for Kalev myself. I think one, because I quite like the badge. I just think the badge is really cool looking, but I think as well, because they've just come up, haven't they, from the second division a couple of years ago or last year in that sort of sort of a scrappy underdog side that, you know, will go on to the season just gone in a bit, but they've, um, or I think it's nearly over anyway. Uh, they've done really well to survive, considering where they've come from. But you, I, I don't know how much you'd know as well, but you find you said about, obviously, the likes of Flora and um, Tati, um, Tameka, sorry, doing a lot of homegrown players. You tend to find that as well, with Estonia being how it is, that a lot of potential players might get lost to other sports as well, because I don't know if football's a massive priority over there. I remember when Greg and I went over to Tallinn, we had an ex-Labardia ex, um, number-20s player, an ex, I think he played for Lavardi for a bit anyway, an ex Estonia number 21 international said the national sport of Estonia is shopping. So, I mean, with that in mind, I mean, do you find as well as quite a competition from other sports as well in Estonia? Like ice hockey or such a such thing? Or I suppose you'd know. Yeah, may, maybe not so much like that, but a lot of them just go play non-league because there's just no reason, unless you're playing for or if you feel like you have a chance of moving abroad eventually to play in like Italy, Poland, Finland, there's just no point because the money's just not there. They've only the league's only been professional I think since 2020, but even then, we were, as we were talking before we started recording, teams are going bust. There's just no money, um, so there's talk that Legion, who this season they've just literally used their youth team. Um, they're skint. No one knows what they're going to do. Nava Trans, they've lost a big sponsorship, so no one knows what they're going to be doing next season. Uh, Haryu, who are currently top of the Esa Liga, they don't want to come up because they can't afford it. There's a team in the Esa Liga B who've just been crowned champions or will be crowned champions. They're not coming up. So, um, yeah, there's just no money in it. So they just... People study university. If they're good enough to play for... Flora, Lavadia, uh, Noma Kauyu, they'll play for that, they'll finish university and then they'll just go play for a local club whilst working full-time. Yeah, I know you mentioned your most recent podcast with Ivan Lepic, the Poseidon um, Parnu player, that you know there's a lot of clubs in the fourth and, fourth and third division that, that don't want to come up because, like you say, it must be an expense thing, it must be a personnel thing as well, the playing squad and... You know, we can get on to the disparity in terms of the, the quality and the, the resources available to the top sides compared to the lower end. Um, which is it's just really sad to see, but in a way as well, it does make you reflect on sort of the system we have in England, which whilst it's quite inherently broken, we've seen clubs, you know, Greg and Matt, you know, everyone will know about Barry Macclesfield and the, the issues that have gone around those clubs, you know, how lucky we are in the same time to have quite a sustainable non-league and football league system compared to Estonia 
Um, lads, is there any questions you got at the moment while we're on the subject? Anything's come to mind? I'm just going to ask in terms of so when so when teams are saying they don't when teams that don't want to come up, are they winning the league and then choosing not to come up, or are they actively not looking to win the league? So they're say throwing it to win it in the season or is it a case of they just have an option to go no not, not for us and the system almost stays as it is so everyone's always staying where they are if that makes sense uh it's, it's quite weird actually so they'll they'll just say yeah we're not going up um and then that would then i'm not sure how it works if the team who would have come 10th or ninth or whatever goes down or stays up and then they just do it from the next team down uh but there was this weird thing around the mid-season uh, in the second division with Haryu and uh, Vimsi. Both of them come up from the third division straight up to the second division for this season. And both of them are ambitious. You know, they, they can compete in the second division very easily. And it was kind of between those two of who would be going up. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Vimsi just started not winning and they were slowly dropping, and it was very bizarre. And uh, a team called Elva started winning. And all of a sudden, Elva were then pushed up into second place or the, into the second eligible promotion bracket, and Vimps we were nowhere to be seen. Uh, uh, there's a uh, Estonia, another podcast called Tribune. Uh, they put something on there saying, Vimpsy don't want to go up. They, they can't afford to go up. And then it got people thinking, maybe they've tanked it. But who knows? Obviously, you don't want to start speculating that. Um, but the the run that Elva went on, it was something ridiculous. They 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 lost earlier in the season to Vimpsy 8-1. And then all of a sudden, they go on this like 13-14 match winning streak, pumping teams 7-8-0. And they've scored nine goals, I think, twice this season, winning 9-0. And it was just bizarre. But then it come out that they're one of the few teams that would want to go up. So, so there's an element of unsaid favouritism of a team that actually can look to compete. That it's Yeah, because you don't want to say that teams are, are fixing it to allow a team to go up. But obviously, if there's an ambition there that you can go to that next level, you're going to, well, the league itself is going to want you to progress, I assume. So, yeah, it's a strange situation to be in where you've got teams who might be playing, be playing well and then choose off their own free will to just not go up. It's, it's something you would never really hear of in England at all. Well, it was, I can't think of any time. It was like um, at the start of this season, Mardu won the second division last year, and they went up, and everyone knew they weren't going to play because they were very quiet. They weren't making any signings. Um, they weren't replying to the Estonian FA, and then all of a sudden, three weeks before the season, they just said, not playing, can't do it. So... There's a lot of time wasting involved as well. Um, instead of, you know, to be fair to like Haryu this year, at the moment they've said they're 50-50. If they go up, they might play, they might not. They might just stay in the second division. So, yeah, there's a lot of fallying about with it, so to speak. You know, if you know you're not going to play, just tell people. So, you know, Talina Kalev had three weeks to prepare for a Premier League season. So, yeah, it's, Estonian football is very comical there probably is a lot of match fixing um it's quite clear to see that in some games it's a bit i wouldn't say it's like over the top but you just know sometimes teams just can't be asked 
It's not like the African leagues you see yeah. where it's like completely obvious that teams are acting like, looking to like, throw games. Some of them like, was it, was beautifully it Cam- done, yeah. artistically finished. Like, was it Cameroon or Nigeria where the fella took the penalty, literally spun round, kicked it 90 degrees away from the goal, and then put his head in his hands like, oh! <laughs> As if he's like, absolutely good. And it's like, maybe kicking it at the corner, flag it off, be cutting. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I, the audacity to turn around and go, well, oh, Pat, I, sorry, I lads, give me the best shot. It's just, just the conditions. Brilliant. The pressure got to me, lads. I forgot where the goal Stappen. was. Yeah. Stappen, the the flippers on my feet and the ball just yeah, not on brilliant. that level particularly <laughs> iconic but um, yeah so yeah, no. going on to the season that just was or still kind of is I think I think it's still going but it's towards the end Flora champions again they've regained it from um, Lavadia who won it the year before and um, sad to see Bapras go down I mean I'm sad there because they uh, responded to me on Twitter so I'm quite sad they went down that's the only reason why um, but thoughts on the season just gone lads and how they matched up with your predictions you did at the start of the season in your podcast? Uh, it's been it's been all right. Um, our predictions have kind of been, I say, well, we predicted Lavadia to retain the title and Flora to come second. Which in our pre-season review preview podcast, one of our guests actually said it's generous for Flora to be second and it should be more third or something because they lost you know key players. They lost Sapin into. Piaskiewicze, um, Igonen, the goalkeeper, went to Poland in the first division. Uh, centre-back Martin Kusk went to uh, Udjpest in Hungary. So they lost like the whole spine of their team. And, you know, people were just kind of wondering who's going to step up. Um, but, yeah, they've been brilliant. Um, Lavadio have been an absolute shit show from the start. Um, it's been comical. European campaign was embarrassing. They lost 6-1 in uh, Iceland to, was it Vikinger in Iceland? Humiliating. Um, we actually called it embarrassing, didn't we, to an Estonian journalist. And yeah, some then got told, who are these fucking idiots? Blah, blah, you know, like. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they are. I'm coming over here, judging our football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, they, they've had. What they had, um, On the Vladimir Vashilev, fourth head and, coach, I think. Um, yeah, Savic starting off the season as head coach. Then they went for the Ukrainian guy who had one game in charge, lost his only game in charge to Kurosar. Uh Then they replaced him with, oh no, it was Stojkovic first, wasn't Stojkovic. it? Stojkovic after Savic and Vashilev. He was in charge for, I think it was something like 13 games or something. Yeah, they, they did him dirty as well. Yeah, yeah, very dirty. Then brought the Ukrainian guy in. He lasted one game. They've now got uh, Nikita Andreev, who was coaching the under-21s. And he also played a bit last season, didn't he, for Legion? And he's been around Estonia a while. And the sporting director's on his way out as well. Uh, it's It's been a mess, an absolute mess. Am I right in thinking as well? I know you alluded to this on your your most recent episode that players are there's basically massive exodus at Lavadia, so we don't know what they're going to be like next season. They're usually top two in Florida, but who knows what's going to happen now? It's it's basically like the UK government. It's like different head different head every couple of <laughs> every couple of weeks and I was thinking just chopping and changing constantly. No one knows what's going on. Would you? Is that what's going to happen? Although I was thinking, I've heard this story recently. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. It's like where well, a lot of the players were on um, two year contracts. Um, which is expiring this year. 
Um, a few players would definitely be going. There was uh, Lilou, the Brazilian striker. He was actually banished from the first team altogether when um, Ivan Stojkovic took over. He's now back in the team, scoring scoring goals. So, um, but we managed to speak with him, and he's literally leaving Estonia on the last after the last game of the season. As soon as the game's done, he's gone. So he's gone. Um, yeah, there's loads of other players out of contract who's going to be on their way. So yeah, I'm not really sure what to expect from them in the future because yeah, they're just a shit show. So I suppose I'm not really looking forward with um, Flora being the Bayern Munich of Estonia but Lavadia being the UK government. Um, do you see anyone sort of <laughs> Stepping up and challenging Calu or Pider or any, you know, is there a Leicester City story we could see maybe in Estonia? Maybe next season or in the next few years? P- Pider are actually a really good story. You know, they, they came up f- through the lower leagues and then came up into the Premier League. Uh, they've improved, I'd say, every year, despite a few years ago they come second and now they're like bouncing between third and fourth. Um, but they've got a really good project. They have um, a link set up with Real Banjol in the Gambia. And they get a load of Gambians coming in. This season they've had um, Abrima Singatar, who was fantastic. He scored a huge amount of goals and they sold him on to uh, Slavia Prague in Czech Republic. They've got Bubakar Tambadu, who again has been brilliant. Uh, Abrima Yayu, the goalkeeper, again, brilliant. Uh, that they just seem to, if they can get the right amount of foreign players mixed in with some of the Estonians, that I think they could quite easily challenge Flora. So it sounds a bit like actually Norchland in Denmark with their, as I think, the Right to Dream Academy, and um, where they get a lot of African players coming in. Yeah. Um, connections there definitely. That sounds like a really good story. Am I right in thinking as well that Pida had um, or still have Ragnar Klavan on their books, a former Liverpool centre half? Yeah. He's there. He's there. But he's like, like he only seems to play. He's there. I think he's only played what ten games this season, um, mainly against you know your Floras, your Lavadias, your Nomakauis. Uh He doesn't really seem to play against Parnu, um, so I'm not really sure what he's going to be doing next season because he actually co-owns Talina Kalev as well so I'm not he's focused on that but there was a talk about it when he signed going like is he going to be focused on playing for Pide or is he going to be focused on owning Kalev and he's like I'm going to do both and so yeah I'm not really sure if he's going to pack it in and retire whether he'll go play a season for Talina Kalev or what but yeah he is there but he's just not He's played just in a while. Kind of hanging around the background. It, oh, sorry. It, it was huge when he went back to Pida. It was like they they had. Have you seen their fan account on Twitter? It had something stupid like two hundred followers, and then Clavin joined, and it just went to like six thousand overnight. It was it was incredible. Well, I mean, you never know. Liverpool's defence looked a bit shaky this season. He could make a return to Anfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it strikes me as a bit. Klopp and emergency centre off. Ragnar, get back here. <laughs> no, 
Was he even a Klopp signing? Who did he? He, he was, was a Klopp signing. signing I think. No. Or was he? Was he, was he Rogers? I think it's about 2014, wasn't he? Maybe. Was it that I'm long ago? Sure. I yeah. think it was about 2014. I can't remember. Rogers, I can't remember. We, 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 he just Googled this, but... Yeah. yeah just, just Google. He was... I'll Google it. Give me a second. <laughs> I've got a quick question, actually. Just looking at the league, um, and I'm just trying to see what's going on in the league. At the bottom of the league, obviously, it says there's one team relegated. Yeah. And there's another team, and it's got like an asterisk next to them. Relegation qualification. So, yeah, so 10th goes down um, automatically. 9th yeah. will go, kind of like how France used to do it. Because I think France has scrapped it now. Like, 9th place will play 2nd place in the Esa Liga, the 2nd division. And then they'll do a two-legged affair. And then whoever wins that gets to play in the top division. But then obviously with all the crap that's going on with teams not wanting to go up, um, ninth place at the moment, which is Legion, they may, if they've got the finances, just stay there. My word. Right. That's in- it's interesting. It is. Yeah. Yes, I meant to ask you who... It's, it's weird as well. It's weird as well because in, in the S League, well, Estonia in general, they have under-21 teams that compete in the leagues. Um, and if you actually look at the Esa Liga table, you've got Haryu on top, and then you've got Lavadia's under 21s, and then Flora under 21s in second and third. Which you have seen in the past where the team in like sixth or seventh somehow goes up and plays in the Premier League, which is obviously a huge mismatch. Which it's not so much now because there are, what, three. There was a point in the season where. All three under-21 teams in the S League, Lavadia, Flor and Pida, were first, second and third. And it's... Obviously, they're illegible to go up, but it's... Your league champions at one point was going to finish fourth. So you could imagine if, say, one of, like you're on about the, the teams nearer to the top who sort of want to stay in the league. Like, I wonder if there's anything where they could do the team a favour from not going down by staying in the division or is there anything like that that could possibly happen I mean I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud a little bit there but well Parnu are actually on their second chance this year because they got relegated last year um, right okay and then they they stayed up because of they were Televic Televic were... yeah so Televic were in the Premier League last year they voluntarily went down to the Esa Liga because of finances so Parnu stayed up because of them um, and then Talina Kalev who came second in the Esa Liga had a, the relegation playoff against Tomeka which Tomeka won so Tomeka stayed in the top flight and then Mardu came up because they were champions then Mardu pulled out so then where Kalev came second they were given the opportunity to go up so essentially if you come bottom of the Mestre Liga or if you come top of the Eistra uh, Liga, so there's, there's no guarantee you're going to go up or down depending on other <laughs> circumstances. Yeah. It's a complete crapshoot. <laughs> actually, you could finish like, I mean, 15th, no, 15th, you know, finish like 8th in the league and still go up, or you could finish 5th and go down depending on circumstances, yeah. yeah. It, it does sound... It, it from is, where we've been... Uh, from when we've been following it for like the last couple of years, it's like the, it's been quite straightforward, you know, someone gets relegated, someone comes up. But... It seems now, especially with 
since when COVID's happened and all that stuff, a lot of teams are now saying we need more funding because obviously we spent X amount of time not playing, not doing this. So where I think uh, the league gives every team, I can't remember how much it was, I think it's something like 250,000 euros. So now teams are saying we don't need 250,000, we need 400,000. Um, and this is like since like COVID time. So this is why teams are now going down because then they can slash their budget and all that stuff. So it seems like the last, before COVID teams would just go up, go down. Um, if you're not very good, you just take a hide in and then you go back down the year after. But now it just seems like teams just ain't risking it. Like West Brom and Norwich. Fulham. <laughs> Fulham. Except. <laughs> can you put, can you put, I think Fulham are playing up weather season, so they're going to break the mould of being the West Brom and the Norwiches, which is quite disappointing. Yeah. Well, saying that, we're only, what, 13 say, games We're not in. far in yet. It's Long way change. to go yet. Right, we've spoken about the league. Oh, oh um, on, on sorry, quickly, on Ragnar Klavan, he was a Jurgen Klopp signing. Okay, I just checked. So you're, you're, he's <laughs> the most expensive Estonian footballer at four point two million pounds. Wow, not bad. According to Wikipedia. Learned today. Fair enough. Well, I learned a lot today so far. Fantastic. There you go. Uh, moving on from the league. That's my input. I log off. Cheers, Matt. Until next time. No, um, moving on from the league, I really want to talk about the Estonian Cup. I think you guys know exactly why I want to talk about the Estonian Cup. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Like, I did some research on just this season's cup alone. And Pied were the current winners. Fine. That's not the story here, though. And you know it's not the story here. Because the first round alone, Talina Wolves of the 50 are lost 12-0 at home to Flora Talons on the 19s. You've got Tabasali yep. beating Parni Poseidon's second team 26-0. In the second round, you've got Haru yep. beating Talena Estham United, 29-0. You've got all kinds of stuff. And some of my favourite facts just... So tight games, uh, then. You tight know games. what? It's, it's, I feel like some of these, these sides don't want it. A bit like they don't want to go up. They don't want to grasp in the cup either for some reason. I don't quite know why. I feel like there's maybe a little bit of... But it, it does seem to me that they like just kind of throw all the teams in a pot. Some get a bye. They're like the French Cup. will shut the first, first division sides in the eighth division or whatever. Just... Go and have fun, lads. Just as an absolute, like, it's Bedlam who gets who. I, yeah. What have you made of the Estonian Cup? Because I know you've put quite a bit on your Twitter about it when it's on. Because every single week there's a stupid scoreline goes up there. I think it's brilliant. It's it's an opportunity. Like, obviously here we have the FA Cup with, you know, you might get someone like Kid and Mr. Harriers like playing West Ham like they did last year, and it seemed like this magical story and. Obviously, Estonian football, it's not as big as that. But it, I think it's nice that you can have the amateur teams, they can potentially go up against someone like Flora Tallinn. You know, going up against someone like um, Konstantin Vashilev, who's got over 130 Estonia caps. You know, for an amateur player who's never been near anyone of that ability, that must be, feel brilliant, even if you are being pumped 25-26-0. Um on the other hand as well, there was one a few years ago where Flora actually played their under-19 team in the Cup last I year. I had yeah. that stat down. Ah, yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> I was researching it before. I was like, that's amazing. Go on, no, Nate. That's, it's such a good story. How can that work? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, I think it, what did it finish? 12 0, I think it finished. Nil, I think, but yeah. but the, the amazing thing is they didn't take the foot off the gas, you know, like you'd expect, you know, just um, a little training session. I've got or it down here, but have a few of the more. Get to 3 0 to our lads. I've got it down here, that's 9 3. No, it wasn't 9 3. Uh, I mean, I've got it in the 2018 semis. Flora beat them on the 23s, 9 3. No, I don't know if there I was one last right, season. That's just Wikipedia, I think. so. Uh, yeah. right, okay. I think they played last season. I think it was like, uh, yeah, I think it was like uh, right. twelve 0 or something. Oh, uh, fair enough. I've gone too far back. Then I've gone to like twenty eighteen. Yeah. Fair play. You know, it's like let's say if you're playing football manager or something, and you draw your under nineteens in in the cup, you might play a few of your young Regans, give them a bit of experience, see how it goes. But no, Flora just went straight for the throat. Full strength team. There you go. Yeah, like yeah. It. it was it was big fun of that. It was fourteen nil. Fantastic. Full on, yeah. da- full on dads v lads, but the dad thought sod it. We're not letting the kids win this one. <laughs> yeah. at, at what point do you start to feel guilty? Is it six, seven? Do you start going? Yeah, this is a bit cruel, isn't it? But I also it's, think just stop celebrating. A lot of these players. So like, if we say Kevin Matas, for example, who plays for uh, Tameka. He smashed in the S Liga for Norma United two years ago. He got something like 20-odd league goals. Um, struggled a bit since making the step up. But in the Estonian Cup, he's, I think he scored something like something stupid, like 15, 16 goals this season. So for his confidence, it must... must you know, you go on a 10-game drought in the top flight to then go smash some amateur team 20-0 and score an eight of them. His confidence must be through the roof. So we should try for uh, some of our strikers. Nah, we'd, we'd end up losing to the number 23s. In that, mid, in that mid-season break. You, you know, yeah, you know if you don't manager, you organise a friendly with your number 23s and you lose it and you think, oh no. I, I've now actively, yeah, I've now actively avoided it. It says at the start, do you want to organise a game with you on the 23s? I go, no. Just, no, just Let's not risk that, lads. The, it's just tense. Warrington will destroy us all. It's like, oh no. But yeah. Um, just on, I'd like to well, know what that under 19... Sorry. Go on, Greg. I'd like to know what that under nineteen team under nineteen's team did to deserve that type of battering. Do you think they've said like we're gonna do you a lot and then they've said no you're not? <laughs> do you know like yeah. there's gotta be a story there, surely. They can't just be that they hammered them twenty whatever nil. Yeah, it's gotta be something. off in the canteen the next yeah. day. Yeah, like somebody's nicked I don't know. You can imagine the first team manager getting sacked and being relegated to the, the youth team. No, no, the but you'd be you'd it makes you wonder like let's say the under nineteens provided a shock and won. In the next round, would the under nineteens just use the first team? Or would they still use the under nineteens? Like I've always wondered like how that would go about. If you were really smart, you'd have like the, the first team under nineteens, under twenty threes, under seventeens, under fifteens. I just keep drawing your own team, so you always win and win the top. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. We had a, just hope the luck of the draw goes your way. We've got a, a group chat with some of the people that follow the podcast and some Estonians and whatnot. And we, someone put in there about the Estonian Cup being this thing and saying we should, if it wasn't for the residency rules in Estonia, we should have entered a Estonian football podcast team into the Estonian <laughs> Cup and somehow su- somehow up. surprise everyone and win uh, win the lot and try and find a direct flight to Kosovo for a European game and get get getting back to work the next day. Yeah. Well, we laugh, but imagine putting the holiday request in. What are you going off for? 
Um, it's a long story. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But he, he accidentally won the Estonian Cup. Yeah. Imagine that. Like, what did you get up to yeah. the weekend? Uh, just you know, just won the Estonian FA Cup. Yeah. <laughs> any any plans for the weekend? Yeah, playing in the Europa Conference League. I'm away at Feyenoord. Yeah, big boss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm beating sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve McManaman's watching. I'll get home every yeah, night. All of us wearing different coloured shorts and socks. And <laughs> just didn't, shirts. No just official kit. Jeans. Yeah. Just yeah. colour scheme today, lads. White. Right, I've got an England shirt. I'll put that on. What are you wearing? Like, Real Madrid. All right, Sam. Turn up, just like proper dog and dog material. Go- yeah, goalie's wearing gardening gloves, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> the cricket pads yeah, on. Say, got any, sh- got any shin pads? Pads. Got any pussy boots? Nah. Or, e- or even worse, you just turn up in bibs. <laughs> <laughs> We're the bib yeah, but- team and you're the non-bib yeah. team. <laughs> but, we- but you've only got ten. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd, you get- where'd you get these bibs from? Mothercare. like... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, you joke though, but I'm looking at some of the team names. There's Tillina transfer-wise. There's FC yeah. Soccernet. But my favourite one, I have to say, they were in a few years ago. I don't know if they're still in there. The 2020, they lost 24-0 to Pida. Is um, AFC Urfa Yokel. Now, for context, if you don't know, Urfa Yokel is the Icelandic volcano that erupted in 2010 to stop Robert Lewandowski from signing for Bayern Munich. Why is there a team in Estonia named after the Icelandic volcano? <laughs> <laughs> why? Because why bloody not? You see it in well, yeah, there. Why not? There's teams called like you know Aston Villa, um, a play on Aston Villa, obviously. You know East Ham United, West Ham United, um, Maxa Transport. Um, there's just call themselves whatever. You know you register a team name, uh, Ramori Kaushal. It's like a five-a-side league when you're into your nans in there and that kind of stuff. He sounds very pro-evo at the same time when he got the pro-evo team. It's fancy football, that's what it is. It's fancy football every season. It was like when, uh, during the African Cup of Nations, wasn't it? Was it the Angolans that were just like giving themselves nicknames and they had like Cristiano Ronaldo on the back of their shirts? (laughs) 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 I think it was, yeah. It's it's just a bit of good fun. Is it really weird that I really want to try and enter the Estonian well, you, you, just, just well, to see if we can you, get it? I'll, I'll join you. You heard it here first, I'll lads. It's the Etonian Estonian United FC podcast team are going to be entering the... Let's do it. We'll get deck in. That's yeah. six players. You've seen the five players. So if you really want yeah. to play in the Estonian next so year, please write into one of our podcasts. Tweet in. and I'll play I'll play midfield. I can, I can, but, I can be on the wing. But make sure... Make sure you've been living in Estonia for nine months before you enter. Right, I can plan that. I can do that, no problem. Sure, yeah. we could do that. Can we yeah, I'm sure we could do that. We can, we can wrangle that. We can just get a VPN and trick. Uh, Greg, you might, have to, you might have to just like delay your wedding. Or get married in Estonia. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, or get married in yeah, Estonia. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure Shell yeah, will be sure, happy it's, to do it's, that. It's for your lifelong dream of all of the last it, ten minutes that you, you know. We can all uproot and go to Estonia. Estonia's... You can get jobs in Estonia. Yeah, it's fine. Fine. I, I can work. I can work yeah, in the. I can work Sorted. in the civil service in Estonia. Yeah, I yeah. totally speak. They have retail shops. I can work. I can work in a payroll-related Estonian job. That's not Matt, confusing. The job's not me. important. The job's You're not fine. important. It's winning the Estonian cup. Don't lose focus now. Don't lose Don't focus. Sorry, you can't be sorry, thinking sorry, about that. Right, you've got to be thinking about. Here's the prize. <laughs> Europa Conference League final. That's a good point. Actually, I work. I technically work from home. Could I work remotely in Estonia? Yeah, Better be, probably be can actually. So. Just don't tell them. Oh god. Sorted. <laughs> Happy days. Quick, quick question, Jim. Uh, when we were in Tallinn a few months ago, the, the footballer that was the 
still there. <laughs> of course we are. Yeah, Sorry, well, yeah. Still there. Get ready for the Taxi driver. What was his actual name? I forgot his it's name. It's on my phone, and I've totally forgotten it. He was like, oh, it's right. like, you know what? I couldn't pronounce it anyway. Um, either you guys got it on that chat. I'll chat. find it. It was like Erin Lineme or something. I, you know what? I don't expect to know who he is, guys. Um, but yeah, just a bit of a story about us. When Greg and I went to Tallinn for a met man's dad do. Met our stag do, I should say, is we went to a brewery um, not not far up the city centre. I can't remember what it was called now. Uh, Poyala Brewery, I think it was. Um, and we basically got picked up by this guy who in an Uber who had a Liverpool badge on his dashboard. And I pointed to it and go, oh, Liverpool, I'm from... You thought, yeah, oh, I know that, yeah. Can never get, can never get, you know. <laughs> bloody rats. Everywhere. <laughs> I thought, I can't believe... They're more than three metres away from one of them. I was to Tallinn yesterday and I'm sat next to Liverpool supporter of all things, but no. Um, I pointed to go, oh, I'm from Liverpool. He goes, oh, you're from Liverpool? I was like, yeah, yeah, Everton. Found him. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, found, yeah, found him. Oh, uh, what was his name, Greg? Uh, Can you say it? I can't. Leon May is his surname or something. I can't pronounce it. Will you offend him if you try saying his name? Possibly. I'll give it a go. His first name is N E N N. Lan May? Lan May? He's on transfer marks, I know that much. And Lan May. And Lan And he was a he was also a local referee. Has he was he a taxi driver and local referee? That's quite an interesting journey that. I actually didn't want the journey to end because we were actually having a good chat with him, weren't we, about but we didn't quite believe him, did we? At no. first, it was like, yeah, and then he's like, was like, oh yeah, so yeah, give us your name. Used to play for blah blah so blah. I was like, give us your name then. And then I quickly googled it, like sat next to him, which is a bit awkward, but like <laughs> in a taxi. But he was, but um, yeah. But he was like saying he played for Lavadia when he was younger. His son plays for Lavadia. He played with Ragnar Klavan's dad. There's another Ragnar Klavan name bomb, and it was just like, wow, this is really mad that he's just driving our Uber back into the city centre. It was just hilarious because. Could you imagine, like, an ex-English professional footballer who played for number 21s, like, driving your Uber? Like, imagine, like, Jay Boffroy driving your Uber in round London or something. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can imagine. Joe Cole. Yeah. Or, like, get, get by that. Mark Noble to drive to Gloucester or something. It's not quite... Not quite I mean, it's not quite the same thing. Estonia is a very small country. Mm. So, yeah. we, we found out that everyone knows everyone. In, it's it's that even like we've got a friend who lives in Narva mm. he knows everyone in Tallinn wow. and it's it's everyone yeah. knows yeah just what's going on in, mil- very tight one and a half million people yeah. isn't it if that's yeah. so it's only about a population of North, yeah. North, population yeah. of Northern Ireland really so it's only quite small um, yeah. yeah but yeah it's amazing the, the Obviously, the league and the, and the players. And speaking of like the players that Estonia's produced, most of us are heard of Mark Poom. I'm sure you must get that. Whenever you hear Estonia, everyone says to you, Oh, yeah, Mark Poom, the derby keeper. Um, obviously, you've mentioned about yeah, um, yeah. Sapanen and you've mentioned about Vasiliev. Um, what other players would you say um, have historically or at the moment? If, if you know, if you can pronounce them, I saw Reese then grimace slightly. He's like, Oh, no, <laughs> I can't say the names. Any players that you think that you know we should look out for or just search for YouTube videos, compilations of? Uh, right now it's like there's like good players in Estonia, mm. like but whether or not you could say that they're gonna go off to be like this next big thing, mm. it's hard to say. Um, you've got a few pl- people playing abroad. You got Martin Vettel, who plays for um, Roma. He's in their uh, Primavera squad. 
he's I think out of all the youth players in Estonia, I think he's got the highest ceiling. Um, apart from like Carl Hein, who plays for Arsenal, but if you're going to class him as youth now, I'm not really sure. He's like what twenty one, uh, twenty two, only. No, he's twenty, I think. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Um, he's um, only just had his first loan spell last year at Reading. Um, I don't know. I don't like the idea of when you're the number one goalkeeper for your country that you're the number three goalkeeper for your club. So, for me, I'd rather him. It's like playing for Arsenal is cool, but I'd rather he be playing for like, I don't know, Derby or someone getting game time. Um, but yeah, Martin Beckles a good decent talent uh, for Roma in Estonia. Um, I talk about him a lot. Robbie Sama, he plays for um, Pied. Uh, he's it's his first season in the top division. He's been playing in the lower leagues. Um, goal machine. Um, he got his first Estonia under 21 cap um, this year I'm hoping the Baltic Cup's next month a couple weeks away actually so I'm hoping the um, Thomas Halberli the Estonia manager uses some players to experiment with so I'm hoping he gets a call up to show what he can do Um, maybe put his you know, name out there to some foreign clubs, like some teams in Finland or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's, I really like him. I think if scouts are actually watching, he's got a chance not to go far, but have a decent career in Europe. Um, you know, like Poland, Sweden, that kind of career. Um, but yeah, anyone that's going to like a career like what Mark Poom had, you know, Premier League, I don't think there's anyone really that can that can do that. No, that was sort of going to be my next question, really. I know we've alluded to like Finland, Sweden, Poland, Hungary. I mean, is that sort of a level that a lot of the Estonian talents that sort of stand out in the Mestre Liga sort of go to those kind of nations, kind of middle league kind of... You might see these clubs in the Conference League or the Europa League group stages, but don't tend to make the last stages. Sort of the level they the problem is, The problem is, is that there's just no infrastructure. You know, Tallinn have one big dome for the winter... So everyone goes there in the winter. Like, Tartu doesn't have anything. Uh, Narva doesn't have anything. Um, Parnu doesn't have anything. So in the winter, no one's playing football because there's just nowhere. If you're not in Tallinn, there's just nowhere to play football. Um, there's, we mentioned it earlier, there's, you know, money only goes one place in Estonia, and that's the flora. Um, so whether you believe that or not, that's up to everyone to do their own research. Um you know, well, it's 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 out there. I mean, looking at the league but, table um, this season, the fifth was it fifteen points yeah. clear. It looks fairly, you know, not without saying it, but say it without saying it. Really, it's they're quite a way ahead of Bavaria. Yeah. So, but we we spoke to um, Miguel Santos, who was the Temeca head coach at the start. He's not there now, but he was the Temeca head coach, and he was saying how it's strange how in Estonia, Temeca, when they want to go play their home games, they've got to pay the council to play there. You know, it's like pay to play. It's like it's weird that you know they're a Premier League team, and they've got to pay to play. You know, if anyone wants to go play there, they've got to pay. So there's just no infrastructure there. So it's all well and good kicking a football against the wall, but where where do you go from there after that? So they just need to build on it, which, which they're not doing. And uh, Brent Lepetsu, the Lavadia captain, we spoke of him as well, and he kind of 
touched on it that people don't take Estonian football seriously. If you watch games, there was that funny clip, wasn't there, going round of the teams playing at the Sportland Arena, which is the little stadium next to the Alacoque, and then there's a train going past like very slowly, and it's like stopped so that you know people are watching from the train. It's like, how can you take the football seriously when you know we're kind of a laughing stock? And and he was right, and he he also touched on because he's played in Norway. We we asked him, you know, would you play abroad again? Blah blah. Um, and he was talking about wh- why would you go and play in you know Poland, Czech Republic, something like that for similar money of what you're on in Estonia. So it's it it's one of those. Yeah, it's tough for them because because that there's always going to be a ceiling of how far they can ever get because the infrastructure just isn't there. It's rare you see countries, I mean, what was it, one and a half million people we said earlier, who are, you know, really punching above their weight. It's always going to be a constant battle just to get, even like if one player comes through, that for them is still going to be seen as it's a massive achievement. If they, Even if they got to, you know, Serie B or something, some level, even not, you know, top level football, that's still an amazing feat for them. And that's, it's kind of sad, but at, at least it's, they've got the little victories they can always try and take, but it's clear that they, this change that needs to be made, but the infrastructure just isn't there to get a competitive lead together because of what you just mentioned. Obviously, the last about forty-five minutes or so, it's it's a tough situation. I feel for them, yeah. for players who might have the quality who can never really reach a certain level just because they're just unable to do so. Yeah. But you'd look at um, use Georgia as an example. You know, it's a small country as well. You've got uh, I'll butcher his name, Kartavashvili for Napoli. Oh who's tearing it apart. Yeah, Car- you've got, Australia, um, he's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got the goalie that plays for Val- Valencia. So um, there's routes to get, you know, to play, you know, Georgia's probably, I think it's a little bit bigger population-wise than Estonia. So there's, you know, I was in Georgia in January. It's not, the infrastructure there is not much better than Estonia. So it's just whether or not, I'd say the FA gives a shit enough to want to push these players to do better. Uh, you know, the under-21s, under-19s, I think, c- combined in like the last 50 games, they've won twice. Like, So it's just like nowhere to push them on to get to that next level. It's once you've got your under-21 caps, it's all right, you're on your own. Instead of like trying to find them to, you know... Yeah, and if you, if you look at the Estonian men's A-team... It seems to be the same players rotated. When we spoke to Jolin Pear, who's a director at Kalev and an Estonian legend, he's one to look on YouTube. He's got some skills. He um, he basically said, if you look at national teams like Norway or something like that, the highest person with caps has about 78 caps, which shows that there's talent coming through to challenge the people who have got 60 70 caps and they no longer go get them whereas in estonia they've got what 20 plus people on 100 caps yeah because there's no one to come through to challenge so when we said to him is it a good achievement he was like yes but no at the same time yeah i see your point because the idea that if you look at i mean using as, as an example it's very rare you see players who will get to three figures and if it is it's seen as a big achievement because there's always a constant stream of players coming in 
to replace them. Yeah, I yeah. see your point. Yeah, yeah, that's what you mean. But then saying that, talking about youth, uh, you didn't touch on 14-year-old uh, Patrick Crystal yeah. for Lavadia. He's played twice this season in the Premier League. Um, he has played, I think, nearly 30 times in the second division at 14 years old. Uh, he's the son of Marco Crystal, who was a goal machine for Cowu. Was it Cowu he played for? Lavadia, I can't I remember. Think it was either way, he smashed goals in. So he's got the. His dad was top player in Estonia, and everyone's excited about him. They're saying he's 14 years old, and he, you know, he's got the brain of a 26-year-old. Uh, and the way he speaks, uh, I watched his um, interview after his debut with subtitles of course and the way he speaks it was as if he was like you know John Terry doing a post-match interview it was just insane to see a 14 year old speak like that so hopefully he can be the next the next star remember the name remember the name what was that name again <laughs> Patrick Crystal quite easy to remember actually I don't know why I forgot that sorry making notes <laughs> making for notes. my uh... <laughs> Say, Football manager save this year. I was, was going to make a joke before when you obviously tell what players look out for, and I thought, oh, Matt's making notes about these players. He's looking at one of the kids now for FM. Big time. Yeah, Patrick Crystal. Big there's time. A, yeah. My only hope. There's a few down in like the third division that um, there's um, mm. one. He's uh, 16. There's two. Tristan Pajo and um, Maxim Kalamullen. They've both got like they're 16. They've they're both the top goal scorers in the third division with like 32 33 goals and there was um an estonian podcast where they say uh Mullen plays for fc talent so they were speaking to someone from them and then they said one of their players is going to italy in the summer but it's not this Mullen guy and everyone's like well who the fuck is it then because this guy's the <laughs> <laughs> right. so i've been like going through their <laughs> yeah so i've been like going through um their team going like yeah literally who the fuck's going to Italy when it's not this guy who everyone's talking about? Mm. So they might have like a hidden. So yeah, there's there's a lot of players we don't yeah. know about, obviously, but there's players as yeah. well that you'd expect to push on. Um, and there's also I, mean, I, I keep mentioning young players. I've got one more. Uh, I'm gonna butcher it as well. Caspar uh, Rumasar, he plays for Haryu. He's kind of. It's been weird because. He kind of disappeared at the start of the season and it turned out he was on trial at PSG, which, obviously, you know, PSG, huge Estonian, nothing come of it. Um, he's just come into the Haryu team now and he's quality player. You know, miles ahead and you can see miles, miles ahead. So, you know, that they are, all these clubs are being tested by these top European teams. It's just whether, you know, take a chance on them and, See what happens. And yeah. Say so that again. Spell his name. Oh, I think it's R O O M U S A A R R. You'd be fine. Matt. <laughs> yeah. I'll send forward I a think, few seasons. I think Matt's going to get the extension downloadable Estonian League pack on a FM. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's a YouTube video here. <laughs> in the making. Matt's getting on what? I assume ten seasons of Estonian Wonder Kids. Is that all I got on? Matt's standing up for Y Scouts as we speak. <laughs> <Just like laughs> <Okay. Exactly. laughs> um, right, 
Um, and to find as well, I don't know obviously how much you'd know about what the Estonian media are like when it comes to footballers, but I know as soon as anyone kicks a ball in anger over here, as you know, it's like the, the next big thing and the pressure that media put on young players and all that. And is it the same? Because I was thinking, obviously, with regards to like Patrick Crystal, let's hope he doesn't get hyped up too much and keeps himself level-headed. But is that a thing over in Estonia, or is it a case of, well, if he's any good, he'll prove he's any good, and if he's not, then, well, you know, oh well? Um, I'm not too sure. Like, we, you read the forums, and then there's, like, you know, if Nomakau Yu, for example, they're like team wise they're usually in some kind of scandal so you know people will be like ha 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 you know like what is kind of like where like liverpool fans rib out man united fans yeah. and you know say so, you know rival fans saying blah 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 um for players i'm not really sure you know people like good luck kind of thing but yeah. i don't really think yeah. there's that, that same like, pressure kind of, like pressure on it no yeah but we were when we were last in talent we were speaking to uh, I can't remember if he was Flora or Lavadia, but it was the one of the main guys that does all the pyro for him, and he he was walking with us, and he was just saying like, "There's a rivalry, but there's not a rivalry. You know, you like you're not gonna like kick each other's head in after the game. You're just gonna go for a pint with them. So like, you're gonna like do your chance and take the piss like during the game. But as soon as the game's done, you're just gonna go for a pint and then look forward to next week. So yeah, there's not that kind of the same as what English it's is, where tribalism. people would literally, f- yeah. So it's like, yeah, not like hooliganism and all that stuff. So there's no football Twitter for Estonia, is there? Where it's just like, yeah, at Vasilev, <laughs> at Vasilev the same. fan underscore same seven. Haha, <laughs> 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 uh-huh, ratio. Haha, uh-huh, ratio. Oh, yeah. Fucking, I oh, fucking hate that shit. Haha, uh-huh, ratio. Anya is well <laughs> shit. Big time. Oh, he's finished. <laughs> Yeah. Massive L. Pe- yeah, Penny. Yeah. <laughs> Penny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we used to, we yeah. used to go when we yeah we used to call him that when we used to record podcasts like all the time like because he always used to score penalties. He'd be like, "Oh, Penny." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, yeah, and stop flexing your muscles and do something. Yeah. That, that kind of thing. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo. Anyway, but, yeah. So, um, yeah. oh, we could be here forever. But yeah, you mentioned the Nomakal you scandals just then. I forgot about this, but whenever I've listened, you have said there's been a few like, well, there's been some mad shit with Nomakal you. If you can remember. Can you remind me of some of those scandals? Because some of them are just hilarious. They, ha- so they had a head coach who sexual assault. Oh, maybe not hilarious. Um, sorry. He's forty-one. That one. Oops. He's sorry. Um, sorry. Genuinely. I, f- I think he's a. I think he's a Brazilian dude. Um, he's in prison for, I think it's four years, and then I think once he's done that, he's booted out of Estonia. Yeah. There's, uh, they they do the thing so they have the KGM rule in Estonia, which is basically homegrown. You have to have um, a certain amount of KGM players to start a game in in your eleven, and uh, I think this year they kind of relaxed it a bit. But last year, Kalyu would they'd basically say, "No, we we do what we want," and they'd put like a. 17 year old right back playing and as soon as the whistle would blow yes. kick the ball out and yes. sub him off wasn't this thing in, was, was it the Chinese yes. league where that happened Chi- I swear yeah, it was the Chinese league they, yeah. he had to have a certain amount of Chinese yeah. players but we, and they were just all getting subbed off like 30 seconds Antoine Griezmann rule it would appear 
that's the one I remember you saying but where yeah. they literally sort of play off for like one minute to try and get around these rules. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, they they had the uh, Vladimir Putin banner as well, didn't they? Yeah, but the the fans took the anti-Putin banner in, and then Cal Yu were. I think it was kind of like, no, we didn't authorize that. You can't do that. And then they kind of again put their stance off. No, we are against the war, but you <laughs> come need... on, you've got to ask permission before you put a banner up. Yeah, <laughs> but you and there was they we're against the... the war when you ask yeah, us yeah, if yeah. we're against the yeah. war. Yeah, and they had the which player was it? Was it Gusev, Gusev when they were yeah. wearing the the Ukraine um, armbands? When he came on, he tucked his under his sleeve as well, and that caused yeah, a lot was... of uproar. Yeah. But there's, um, I'm not sure, like, because we try to stay quite neutral mm. with, like, what we're doing. So if someone's like, oh, yeah, fuck how are you, we're kind of like, oh, come on, they're not that bad, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, what I've noticed is, is most people who I've spoke to about how you that don't support them have always been like, fuck them, you know. There's especially the, the guys in our group chat who are actually Estonian, so they know more than us. They're constantly, there's one guy who's every week, he's like, fucking cow you, like, fucking fuck him, you know. So, and he's a Narva fan, so he's not like specifically rivals with Noma cow you, so yeah. From what I get, people don't like him. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it sounds somewhat justified. I mean, yeah. One or two stories. Well, and, yeah. and it was, wasn't it the rappers as well? Yeah. <laughs> the, the the rappers sponsoring their their home kit. They they done like this weird reveal for it, of like this rapper like revealing his sponsorship for Kalu. But apparently in Estonia it went down not very well. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure, but. <laughs> they're they're the club you love to hate. <laughs> I almost want to start following them just to wind people up. That sounds brilliant. <laughs> I I bigged them yeah. up in our in our pre-season yeah. review. I said how fantastic they were, and they've proved me wrong. Well, that's why we love to hate them because they proved you wrong, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they won the league not long ago, did they? Was it twenty eighteen or something? They won the league. They yeah. they went unbeaten as well. So um, yeah, I think they're the only oh, team wow. like post Soviet Union in Estonia to have um, wow. gone unbeaten. In the league, that, that must have been fun for everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> they must have loved that. We started following it um, just yeah. after, so um, yeah, we're not really like I'm not really familiar with like how loved they were by then. But they usually do quite all right with crowds yeah. um, for Estonian football. You know, the average for Estonian football, you're looking between about a hundred people, and depending what kind of game, you know, Flor and Lavadio are playing against mm. each other, you might get about two thousand. So, how you average a good four or five hundred people which for Estonia like people might laugh and go ha 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 is that it but for Estonian football it's pretty mm. good no that's really good um, so any real like well, I know we've spared some of these already but any real like funny or cool stories for yourself when you've been following say Kalev or just Estonian football in general when you've been over there or, or tell us about your own experiences really that you've had it was that uh when we got well when when we went over last time in when was that april we yeah. were doing um uh, the announcements for Kalev um basically we put up we met uh, the guy Remy uh we were emailing him before um 
and then as we as we turned up to the the stadium we saw him we was like shit look the other way look the other way you know that kind of thing and then he just come up to us and shook our hand and you know you're going to do the lineups come with me this is what we're going to do blah 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 butchered the names had an article about us in Soccernet, which is an estonian football thing about how we butchered the names um but then after that you know people were coming up to us shaking our hands you know well done you've done well you know and then as we went to sit down um because one of the guys who followed us, one that said he was going to be there and, you know, meet up with him and have a chat. And I turned around and I thought it was him. And I was like, oh, you're right, mate. Come on down and all that. And it was some random bloke. I've <laughs> <laughs> been there. Yeah, I think about it every single day. <laughs> <laughs> and now, so do all our listeners. There's, um... <laughs> all three of them. We had some... Uh... <laughs> we had some guy ask for a photo as well which was um uh really surreal i guess i don't really like um because we were with um our friend who's there and then the guy just walked up to us and he was like photo photo I was like okay and you just, just kind of stood there like <laughs> you know like i've never <laughs> i've never had anyone like ask for a photo before so i don't really know what to what to do and um we we're walking through talent and then you just hear some people shout, Estonian podcast, Estonian podcast. So it was like, yeah, it was like, uh, do we turn around and acknowledge them or do we pretend we didn't hear them? And just because <laughs> we don't like that kind of, you know, where people are like, we're very like shy people. So um, we didn't really know like how to, it was cool, but we just didn't know how to react to it. That's genuinely amazing. I can't imagine being recognised in the street for like. Pod- I mean, imagine if someone did that to us, Greg. Matt. I mean, imagine if someone started shouting to us, they'd be like, "Oh no!" What? It, it, it I get it all the time. What are you on about? Oh, Greg, you know Greg, you know it's because we're the stars. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's tough. It's tough being the best. Yeah, on the podcast. It's a hard graft. My hu- It's my tough being the brains. Appreciate yeah. clearly. So, yeah, clearly not. It. It, it's weird though because we're not sure really how well we're taken out there like wh- when we had our article with uh, Delphi Sport which is basically like the Daily Mail of Estonia um, who kind of twisted our words when we spoke and we, it, the article basically read as if we were shitting on Estonian football basically saying you know we're better than that but we're going to talk shit about it kind of thing which isn't what we said um, obviously reading the comments on that were very hurtful people were you know were saying horrible things about us and all that and then we'd put it on instagram and twitter you know basically just you know apologize and we didn't say that and we had you know players and estonians message us you know, it's delphi sport you know it's what they do um kind of like the sun i guess um but yeah it's weird because some people say say to us like oh you're a fucking idiots and then you got other people who message us saying like uh thank you for what you're doing and trying to even like you know the floor at the head of the floor at ultras who like come up and shook our hand and was like thank you for trying to promote it and that was nice instead of him coming to kick our head in and <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i suppose in a sense if you think it? about it for a minute well if you think about it from an english fo- football point of view we're all as football fans in england we're all quite what's the word i need to use not possessive but we're yeah, I suppose. So let's say, for example, if we found out there was an Estonian podcast about English football, and 
you're going to have some people who are like, well, what do they know about the bubble? Yeah. Why do they think they can comment on it? It's no different to either way. You're going to get people who are unfortunately always going to have an issue with what you guys are doing. But it's good to see that there's been some appreciation for you to say, well, actually, we're shining a light on it and we're bringing more eyes to it. And more, you know, which is always a good thing for any football league. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, some there's life outside the Premier League, isn't there? There's, um, you know, yeah, exactly. some people follow the Bundesliga or the Serie A La Liga. Uh, you know, outside of Estonia, we follow Denmark, Sweden, Norway, yeah. you know, yeah. football. So, you know, if you can expand your knowledge and follow other football, why not, right? It's just, football, yeah. it's, it's all the same, you know, it's just different quality. Yeah. And that's what we're all about here is there is life outside of just like the big five European leagues or, you know, four leagues in England and all that. There's, there's a whole pyramid in this country and there's football all around the world. And that's, I think, what you guys and, and us and all of us are like-minded in wanting to promote football from all four corners of the globe, really, and, and just learn about different stories about everywhere because football is so... It's the same game, but there's uniqueness and there's different stories and just complete differences wherever you look and there's always something interesting something exciting um, lads is there anything else you'd like to add at all I'd like to put on the record that we say all the time we are not journalists we do <laughs> not claim to be we, uh, we do not claim Journalist. to be journalists <laughs> leave us alone we are not journalists <laughs> you heard it here we are avid fans. Yeah. They are not That's journalists. a great name for a band, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Leave us alone, we're not journalists. We are not journalists. I, I work in a coffee shop for fuck's sake. That's your new debut single. <laughs> We've got, we are not journalists. We're back. I work yeah. in a coffee shop for fuck's sake. I'm getting off it, Monkey's vibes. I'm getting 2005. Alex Turner vibes off that, to be honest. <laughs> Definitely. I was about to say more 2022, basically. Well. Fair enough, then, yeah. Now, Greg, Matt, any other questions you want to ask the lads at all? Or apart from, you know, what's it like to work in a coffee shop? What, what coffee shop is it? Cafe Nero. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't like nice. Nero. Funny enough, this is, this is not football related whatsoever. And I can't believe I'm going to ask this question. I had to rank my coffee shops in order the other day. Yeah. And I did put Nero top. I put Nero okay. top, Pret second, Pret second Starbucks Pret. third. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then uh, Costa last, which. Judging by reactions is controversial. Yeah, so yeah, so I'd say Nero's top. Without you know, I always shit on the company of Cafe Nero, so that's not being biased. So yeah, Cafe Nero's top for coffee. Um, then I'd probably go Costa, then Starbucks, then Pret. Interesting. I, th- Interesting. Yeah, I think Pret shit. Toilet water. <laughs> <laughs> There's the title of the podcast. I mean, it's not very often I actually go to these. Yeah, no, yeah. I sell electrical appliances if you're interested. <laughs> I sell electrical appliances. Who'd you, sell, who'd you sell them for? Who'd you sell them for? Who'd you sell them for? Uh, not the same well, as my old company, was it? It's it's an independent dealer, but it's part of Euronics. So. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, I, used yeah. to, I used to put up. Oh, can I name yeah, all yeah. I used to work for? I still work for them, technically. I used to, I used to sell companies. Well, electrical for John Lewis. Uh, oh that's boo! Yeah, we don't like yeah. John Lewis. Yeah, good sodger. John Lewis yeah. is, part of, is part of Cafe Nero, cunts. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Yeah, no way, Joe. What? 
Yeah. yeah. That's a good Oh, oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah Waitrose yeah. and Nero's are selling. Yeah. We're selling Nero's coffee, aren't we? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. We, Take, taking your yeah, customer away. Yeah. We say, John Lewis, you Tory bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I want to disagree. I really want to disagree. <laughs> I really can't. But then saying that, our clientele are Tories, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my yeah. literal boss is a Tory, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> yeah. I work yeah, at the, I, I'm, all I'm going to say is I work at the home office, so that's all I can say about that. <laughs> so it's only it's only Gregor keeping it real. Yeah. I'll stick it to the man. Yeah, I'm a graphic designer. Just make booklets for a charity. Nice. So like yeah. nobody can kick me to death with that. <laughs> he makes booklets about yeah, but he, yeah. damn you for doing yeah. good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he makes booklets about coffee uh, and electric. That's an ending point. Ooh. <laughs> right. On that note, gents, um, where can we find you on the social medias then and all the platforms that you may present your world of Estonian football knowledge? Uh, we are on Twitter. Uh, the handle is at EstonianFBP. Uh, we are also on Instagram. Uh, the handle for that is slightly different. It is EFP underscore 1992. Um, our podcasts are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, obviously, Estonian Football Podcast. Uh, and I think that shoot. is it for social media. Uh, shoot the oh, Defence yeah. Network as well. Um He's really helped us out a lot, actually. His name's Stell. I don't know. Um, yeah, shoot at defence. He gave us a message one day as we were starting out and said, let's have a chat, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we spoke of him. Basically, every time we record a podcast, we send it to him, and then he puts it on his channels as well. He's with another group of podcasts. Um and it's like he wants to move away from like you know like the Arsenal fan TV kind of thing where everyone's just shouting into a microphone and not really giving an opinion. So yeah, there's loads. He's got loads of stuff going on, like loads of different podcasts. Uh, he's helped us out with. I don't know like how he does it, but he gives us phone numbers for Estonian footballers, um, for us to message, and then yeah, he puts it on all his networks, which is nice. Um, Anything we do is free. Anything he offers us is free. You know, there's no no payments. Obviously, we're just random people that talk about random things. So, but yeah, he's you are not journalists. Not journalists. Yeah, not journalists. journalists. Although, journalists. Although, if there's anyone out there that wants to pay me to be a journalist, I will do it. You mean pay to act like a journalist? That also includes yeah, us. We can act like journalists. We are yeah. not journalists. But, uh, yeah. Except when I mess up, yeah, then I'm not one, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. all I will say, gents, if there's nothing else to add, is thank you very, very much for your time this evening. Appreciate you've had a long day at work doing the things that you do. Um, sticking it to the man and all that. Making, Making coffee. coffee and selling electrics. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, of course, you can always find us on Spotify and iTunes at me Again. Or indeed on Instagram at it's only a game underscore podcast. Obviously, it's only a game on Facebook and it's underscore only a game on Twitter. Okay, so I think we can all agree, gentlemen, that wherever we are in the world, whatever coffee we like to drink, wherever we buy our electronics, football is football. And remember, 
Yeah, fuck curries. Fuck curries. Curries <laughs> 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 fuck off. Thanks for that, Matt. You can fuck curries. Fuck curries, of course. And remember... Fuck curries and fuck Starbucks. Not with naan bread or anything like that, but you know. I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm never going to... Yeah, I'm but ne- of course, an accidental racial incident there. Fine, fine. <laughs> no, I'm, no, no. I'm no. Never gonna, the electrical I'm, company. I'm never going to take away off Matt again. If, he's, if he orders an Indian, God knows what he's done to it. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's fucking that. curries, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Fuck curries, what's, PC what's, World, what's there you go. Sort what's, what's that you going to the hospital about? You Made it all better there, Matt. Your, um, never eaten smart, is that why you go in the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> Is that for the is that for the dickhead joke before? Yeah. That's fair. Just is it, one is it more dick in coma? Oh, uh, dick in coma. Uh, oh god, logger. Right. <laughs> be that as it, it may. You've ruined it. You've ruined it. You're the one who interrupted my outro. Anyway, wherever we are in the world, gents, whatever <laughs> leagues we follow, just remember, don't get too upset about it. It's only a game. Thanks, everyone. Until next time. Cheers, everyone. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. listening. Cheers. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, gents, for joining us. No worries. Cheers.